Talk of the Town with John and Melanie. He is the mayor of Wasaga Beach. We have Brian Smith with us. Brian, welcome to Talk of the Town. Good morning, John. Good morning, Mel. Great to be here. Brian, let's talk about the Community Hub, a very special announcement. Uh, we've been talking about the fact that we need some kind of high school in Wasaga Beach. Yeah. Uh, this isn't a full-on just a high school. It's a K-12 school that's coming. Yeah, it's a K-12 school uh, to get rolling for sure. It's, this is very big news for Wasaga Beach. You know, our children here, I've been saying for years, deserve what every other child in this province has, and, and that's the ability to attend you know, not only elementary school, but high school. Uh, and uh, we're going to be able to do that. We've got one minor step left, although I say minor, it really is a big step. And that's for Minister Lecce and his team to have a look at this and uh, and approve it. But uh, I feel confident, we feel confident. What we do know is that, uh, you know, the Ford government and Minister Lecce are all about opening new schools and creating uh, more seats for our children and, and giving them the education they deserve. So, uh, we'll wait to hear from them in April. Hopefully that news is good, but if it is, we'll move forward. And, and as you said, uh, John, this is a hub. It's not just a high school. It's, uh, you know, it's going to be joined uh, at the side uh, or be at the side of the, uh, the new uh, Twin Pad Arena and Library. And we'll share some, uh, some areas that is going to help uh, savings not only on the town's part, but, but on the, uh, the school board's part and the provincial government's part. And, and uh, we're also going to, in that, see, you know, a cultural-type uh, theater with about 300 seats, much similar to, uh, I think it's called the Royal Bank uh, Theater, um, where, uh, you know, we'll be able to use that. Uh, the kids will be able to use it in their drama classes and whatnot uh, during the day. And, and uh, in the evenings and weekends, it'll be open to the public to be able to use and, and have some great uh, great things happen there. So positive news all around, and uh, we've had... Uh, great partners here. We've got an MOU signed with uh, Canada College and uh, also at Lakehead University. Uh, and the County of Simcoe is working with us right now to look at uh, um, getting, uh, you know, childcare there as well. So all in all, uh, positive. Uh, it's kind of a hurry up and wait, and that's where we're sitting right now. But uh, let's all keep our fingers crossed and, and hope that uh, right decisions and best decisions get made and, and we get to move forward with this for certain. Exciting news. I want to ask you, how common is a K-12 school? Is that, is that a new configuration? Yeah, what we're told is it's not, it's not uncommon. It's not real popular, but it's becoming more popular. And, and the reason for this, you know, we've seen several 7 to 12 schools. Uh, but K-12, to you know, I think what, what school boards are recognizing and certainly uh, the province is recognizing is that building all these one-offs is just too expensive and it's just not viable solutions these days. And, you know, the Simcoe County um, Catholic District School Board is, uh, sorry, Simcoe Muskoka uh, Catholic District School Board is, um, in, they're in need of elementary seats right now. They're busting at the seams. And so uh, they're looking to build that. And they thought, let's join these together. And as the numbers grow for the high school, uh, there's still uh, room uh, and land uh, in the east end uh, by the Elm development to uh, build an elementary school, another one when that's required, and and then phase out of of the uh, phase the elementary uh, at least from seven uh, down to uh, kindergarten out uh, as the high school grows, and uh, it just makes total sense from a financial viability standpoint. And and uh, you know, as I said, building all these one-off buildings today just uh, aren't viable anymore. It's too expensive. And uh... so kudos. Kudos to the, the school board for, for thinking outside the box and, 
and, and giving this a shot. Now, um, moving to the beachfront uh, redevelopment, more talks. Uh, it's led by uh, Fram Building Group. He's uh, back at the table here. Uh, I know you had a, a, a meeting um, at Marlwood to, to discuss the Fram redevelopment of the beach, but now there's a, another upcoming meeting where people can join. Yeah, so this council, as we uh, have said many times, is about being open, transparent, and listening to the people. And so uh, the, the the meeting you talked about, uh, Mel, at uh, Marlwood was held by the Wasaga Beach Rate Pairs Association. had nothing to do with the town. Um, although the guest speakers were uh, Frank Giannone from Fram Building Group and our CAO, Andrew McNeil. And that was a very high level. But the, the, the uh, meeting's coming up on November 13th and 14th uh, from 7 to 9 at the RecPlex. Uh, these are meetings where about 90 minutes out of two hours Half hour will be spent explaining from Fram what they're thinking, and and the rest will be questions and answers, and and hearing from the public what it is that the public wants to see at our beachfront. And you know, council has been presented at this point with no plan, um, with no drawings, nothing. Uh, Fram wants to hear, as do we, what the people are thinking, and then they'll go away, put something together, uh, preliminary, bring that back, uh, and we'll do uh, we'll do another round, and uh, and hopefully we can come up with something that's going to make. The, the vast majority happy. We, we all know we're never going to make everybody happy, but I think we can we can do a good job and make sure that we get and keep as much of that beach feel as we possibly can. So it's not just necessarily going to be, you know, this is what his plan was last time. We're, we're coming through and this is what we're hoping to do a, a similar plan this time. It, it's open to the interpretation of what people are, are hoping to see. Starting down there. from scratch. Absolutely, and 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 you know, if you if you recall back uh, five six years ago, uh, the plan was to start building at Beach Area Two, and uh, one decision we have made is that we don't want to start at Beach Area Two. We heard the people back then. We've got to decide what we're going to do there, but we're going to start in Beach Area One, and uh, so Phase One is likely to be, I would say, between Second and Third Street, uh, and maybe encompass the Dard. Uh, we're, we're looking at the Dard as well, and. We've also heard from the citizens uh, here that they'd like to uh, save or create something new to represent the DARD. Uh, and uh, so we're, we're looking at uh, opportunities there and, and listening to folks on that end as well. Yeah, because we don't have a lot of history in Wasaga Beach. So keeping uh, some or, or something from would be beneficial, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And my thought is, you know, can, can we afford uh, to keep and, and um, bring the dart physically back to life. I'm not, I'm not so sure. It, it is an old building. It is in really rough shape. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, you, you've seen it in the past. The one that always comes to mind is the Grand Old Opry. Uh, when it flooded and they built the new Grand Old Opry, what they used was the floor off the stage and parts okay. of that. And so, you know, if you look, if you, you would know this, both, both of you, you've been in the dart at many concerts over the years. Mm-hmm. I mean, that massive hardwood dance floor up there, uh, all of the floor, I mean, we could, we could be taking things like that out of that building if it can't be saved or it's too expensive to be saved and, and reuse that um, in the new building, which I think is uh, it's a viable option. So we're looking at all those options. We're listening to people. We're trying to do the best we can. And at the end of the day, we're going to have to get rolling and get, get shovels in the ground. But And everyone won't be happy, but we're going to do our best as is friend to make sure we hear as much and uh, do as much as we possibly can that the people of Wasaga Beach want to see. Brian, what's Fram Building Group's relationship with this project? They, so, so there's no designs being voted on yet. There's no 
budgets? Like, do you do an RFP for a developer, or are they just now crowned the developer? So, no, the RFPs went out. Uh, they are the only one who came back and responded, and we sent that to the three developers that have been working with the town in the past. So that was Fran Building Group, it was Slate, uh, and it was uh, Zancor Baylock. Uh, and uh, all three of them received, came in and picked up the package, and it was Fran who returned it, and, and so therefore Fran was the selected individual. Uh, so Fran is the company that will be doing this uh, based on us doing our due diligence and Fran coming back to us now um, within that due diligence time period with a plan that works for council and, uh, and then we'll get moving forward. So it will be Fran who does this uh, as, a, as a partner to the town and, um, you know, over the next uh, 90 to 120 days we'll, we'll iron out any ripples that might be there so is that we've got a solid... Uh, uh, contract and uh, and get rolling so is that uh, finally as we as we have heard recently from so many people we're going to get shovels in the ground we're going to get things happening down here i can't tell you how many people have said to me and, and in public meetings even don't care what you do anymore just do something <laughs> and, and i understand that there's frustration and, and, and i understand why i'm as frustrated as is council and and many of the citizens of wasaga beach and town staff as anybody uh, you've got some upcoming events, uh, you know, as we get to, towards uh, the holiday season. But before that, we got Remembrance Day. We do. It's an exciting time in Wasaga Beach uh, this Saturday, November the 5th, from 10, uh, I will say 1030 uh, until uh, the event is finished. Uh, the parade will start at the OPP parking lot, as always, and come to Town Hall to the Cenotaph. And we'll have our Remembrance Day ceremony here. Um, which uh, is is always a very important and, and wonderful ceremony, uh, you know. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing as many people out to that as we possibly can, and hope the weather holds up. And then, of course, as we go through November, December, it's an exciting time of year. It's a magical time of year. I've got grandkids now that are real young, so I always say the magic's back for me and my family. And and I know how so many other families are as well. But uh, November first. Of course, we had the Pumpkin Trail yesterday, which was a great event all through the Oakview Woods. Uh, uh, was a lot of a lot of kids out there and uh, had a lot of fun. And, uh, and then, of course, as we get into November 24th to 26th, is Funderland. We've got the outdoor outdoor holiday market from the 24th to the 26th. The tree lighting ceremony is on at 6:30 on the 24th of November, a Friday evening, and then Saturday, November the 25th at five o'clock is our Santa Claus parade, which we all. Look forward to, and the kids will be uh, just waiting to see the jolly old fat guy, and I don't mean me, um, <laughs> uh, getting ready to, to start that uh, that trail and, and, and uh, getting all those uh, elves to work, get those gifts made and toys made so he can get them out to the kids on the 25th of December. Brian Smith is the mayor of Wasaga Beach. Thanks so much for joining us on Talk of the Town. My absolute pleasure. Have a great day. John Eaton and Melanie Kay's host, Talk of the Town, weekday mornings on 95.1 The Peak.